Hello. Three, two. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Episode six. Six. Look at us go. Six. Sick. Yeah. That's so cool. It is. It's very cool. We are, uh, is this one posted tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah tonight. So yeah. this is a, It's like yeah. real time almost. Yeah, real time. And I realized, like, we we're pretty i mean we're pretty bad at like introducing ourselves mm-hmm. so let's try <laughs> uh higher ground with jose and jeremy welcome welcome listeners this is, this is the the podcast where we talk about stuff and things besties with testies besties with the best testies there you go yes love that <laughs> <laughs> we um, didn't plan that this is, I guess, so it's like the first episode since it's October. Happy Spooktober. Yes, happy Spooktober. Everyone. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about like weird shit mm-hmm. this month and I'm stoked. I know. I'm uh, I'm excited to get a little weird and have the have the freedom to not worry about. Yeah. We'll make all the covers spoopy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do with it. I know. I know. Me too. I was thinking about it today. I was like, what am I going to do with it? I want my eyes to look sunken, Ooh. In, like more than so than they already. Are. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna make right. it spooky. I'm probably gonna stay up real late tonight. Fuck yeah, getting that cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. sweet. What time do you usually go to bed? Oh, gosh. like a regular night. I usually, I tr- was trying for a bit to go to bed around like ten thirty, eleven, but often it's twelve thirty. Okay, is usually. That's not terrible. No. And then I'm usually up at 6.30. That's the thing. Like, I feel like you're, like, I've texted you really late. And then I'm up in the morning and it's either, like, you reply to something really early or I see you on Spotify. Yeah. And you're up super early. And I'm like, do you sleep? No. (laughs) I do. Like, what? I do sleep. I like to sleep a bit at night. See, the thing is we get up super early with the dog. Oh, and okay. he always got to pee early and recently with the medication it's been like super early but is it I, a family walk every morning no no oh, I, okay. Kaylee gets ready and then I go make coffee and then I usually see. take the boy out or if she has to rush because like we can never leave at the same time to walk and she goes to work because he thinks he's going oh. on a car ride oh right okay so it's always a it's good timing but she's usually getting ready and I just make coffee walk the dog but at night, I usually get, like, just time of silence. And just, like, mm. there's nothing going on at all in the house. And then I usually do, like, two and a half hours of, like, drawing. Oh, Walk okay. listen to a podcast. Nice. Yeah. I smoke some weed, get real tired, and then oh, fuck yeah. fall asleep. There's something about the nighttime where, like, there, it's... I get a lot of energy in the night, like, creatively, I feel. Um, and there's just something about, like the whole well your side of the world is like going to bed yeah and everyone's like falling asleep and you're staying i don't know what it is i I love it i know me too i i like the uh yeah even when because often when i was in a like downtown you could really like tell when it was nighttime oh i guess yeah everything stopped it even smelt a bit different almost like there was like le- you could smell that there was less cars driving and stuff okay. like that because we lived right on 14th so you'd always I just remember smell. that house. yeah so yeah, you'd always okay. just smell in the morning like fumes when people were going to work not yeah. like fumes but you know that like fresh morning like 
I don't know. You smell shit in the air. Whereas at <laughs> night, it's just like nothing going on. And I also remember I have like nostalgia about nighttime because when my parents would go to sleep, I would be like, all right, they're asleep. Let's go smoke a cigarette. And oh. I would take the screen off my window, oh my God, which my mom yeah. caught me for eventually. And uh, I'd take the screen off my window and then like literally like pull myself up on like yeah. one of those like uh, basement windows yeah. and then lift myself up all silent. Yeah. sneak out and then i'd walk like down the street a bit oh you went far yeah because my parents my mom i knew her window would be open oh i and see she would she smokes too so like oh, she smelled it she'd be like right. what is this yeah so like I, st- I used to do that in high school and then i started like i would um get it because i was in the basement too and so i'd complete be completely out of my window and just stand like the side of the house and then i got super lazy as it progressed and eventually out my head would like i remember near the end i would just be like sitting beside the window <laughs> and blowing the smoke out as if that did anything yeah really. actually when i did live in a i lived in bankview house and it was a really shitty house and i i was like i, I can smoke in this house and i would always there was no screens it was like a like just oh. wooden windows that you'd lift up and have to prop up with a piece of wood okay so i'd always like prop that up with two by four and then just like sit on the edge of my like window and smoke cigarettes which was super nice and the yeah. house was like super old so i didn't feel like i was like staining it i was like somebody has been killed in four of these rooms <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> smoking's the least yeah. that could happen yeah i do uh but <laughs> smoking at night that's kind of the thing and also like i do like the fact that i don't smoke cigarettes anymore yeah because like you'd i always get that feeling where i'd want to go have a cigarette before i went to bed but oh, it would okay. kind of like wake me up but now i'm just like yeah, the nic- let's go to bed 100 yeah, like, yeah because yeah. of the nicotine like it it dilates your blood vessels yeah right so okay. your body's like let's fucking go mm-hmm. yeah. yeah whereas like now i just like like i smoke my vape but even like i'm usually at night i'm not even thinking about it i'm like oh i'm tired and yeah. just walk up go to sleep so that's it uh yeah don't smoke cigarettes smoke no vape. i don't condone it or glorify it but there is something very poetic yeah about like a cigarette it was my one of my first like loves loves and friends <laughs> and security uh, blankets social thing. that's you and i started hanging out smoking yeah yeah, yeah. and they were vices right like those times yeah. we were around so many people and like being able to like remove yourself like i mm-hmm. do remember like even when uh, all the uh the vima stuff was happening we were right, all hanging out. Right, yeah. there was a certain yeah. amount of people you or certain people in that who would all go out and smoke cigarettes and yeah you, like most of those people are still my friends because yeah. it, like there's something I, and I think maybe we talked about it on the podcast, but just the idea at school I always had where I could like leave and go smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I was just like, but I've now recognized that it was just like, Oh, alone time. Like that is yeah. really what I wanted. It was never yeah. just the, but saying I want to go be alone for lunch was super weird because in my mind, the loner sat and ate lunch alone and right. stuff like that. But being around so many people in school and yeah, that's like, crazy. It's weird to be alone with your jalapeno cheddar taquito, but it's cool to be alone with a cigarette. <laughs> Unless you're wasted walking yeah. home and the jalapeno cheddar yeah. taquito is king. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly. Okay, so being... Have you ever lived in a place where like you felt things? What do you mean by that? Just um, like non-human physical presence yes you have yeah okay in a uh 
I would say, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard. I, cause in practical real life stuff, I've, re, I've slowly understood to recognize my intuition and really mm. understand that and be recognize it and like deal with it and use it. And so when I think about paranormal stuff, there's like that, not even paranormal, I want to say, but just the idea of like feeling certain things around you, mm-hmm. vibes, intuition comes into that. And then yeah. like when you get that feeling of like, this is creepy, this is bad, bad vibes. Mm-hmm. And then you, I've always like, even out of fear, when I get those things, I like, I do feel the the vibes and the things, but then there's a part of me that feels like I can like, just like ignore it and it's not there, but Okay. It still lingers like yeah. that. So I understand the idea of like something being there. Yeah. I just don't know. I've never been able to be like. It's never transformed into something that you can actually see. Yes. Or oh, okay. moved anything or like. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. An That's actual fair. experience. But yeah. the f- sense of like bad vibes. Yeah. Real bad vibes. And I'm alone. Nothing's happened. I haven't even thought a different thing, but I got bad vibes. And uh, okay. That, that's happened. Yeah. In that Bankview house. That was the place. Oh, shit. Yeah, that place. Damn. Always just like be standing. Because well, it was an old house. Like 100 years old. Oh. Yeah. And that whole, <sighs> yeah. that whole area is super old and has crazy history. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. When what we were, you? it was the house we lived in when I was in grade five. We were only there for like two years. Mm-hmm. But um, my room was in the basement again, and it was like the room in the corner. Um, it was fine. And then when we were moving out, our neighbor, who never spoke to us, finally spoke to my mom when we were moving out. And she was like, oh, like, so you guys are moving out? That's that's good. I'm, I'm actually surprised you moved in in the first place. And my mom was like, what the fuck? What does that mean? Apparently... Um, she said, oh yeah, a guy died in the room in the basement. What? Yeah. Oh, thanks for telling us. Yeah, literally. And like, I remember, um, it was, I I never saw anything and I never really felt anything, but it would be one of those things where, um, I would have a book on my bed and I'd leave my room and then come back and then the book would be like on the floor. Damn. Yeah. At those times, did you feel like it was so, like, weird that, like, it just couldn't even be real, so you wouldn't even, like, clock it emotionally? Maybe, because it's weird, because I feel like if someone told me a story now about something like that happening, I'd be freaked out. But in the moment, I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel scared, mm-hmm. really. I, I, I know it's like, that's not normal. The first couple of times, I literally thought it was just me. I was like, oh, like, I dropped my book, <laughs> which never <laughs> happens. But I don't know. I didn't feel scared really um but thinking back that's it's kind of fucked up yeah whatever it is that is you know i know and i have i've gotten those all the time i have such a bad memory that oftentimes if something like that has ever happened to me i've chalked it up to bad memory right like oh no no i did that exactly (laughs) i lost that i don't know where this is but that no i painted the cross red and made it Put it no, upside down. I made for the sure. walls bleed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made the walls bleed. I did this, sure. right? <laughs> These walls are talking to yeah. me. I'm talking to them. I would puke. Oh my but god! But I came in my office and the walls are bleeding. Oh, I don't know what buddy. that means. Like, what's that a sign of? Have you seen Stigmata, the movie? No. Okay, so it's a really old movie, but I just I shouldn't have watched it when I was I was probably like ten when I mm-hmm. watched it. 
but essentially it's about this girl who I think she was a stripper, mm-hmm. but she she just like did a lot of drugs and she was like in that party lifestyle. And then so stigmata is this like f- known phenomenon where um, you get the um, like what Jesus went through. It replicates on your body. Like you get the you get, you get oh, the that wounds. Oh, that is the stigmata. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like the wounds in mm-hmm. the hands and the feet and the the crown of thorns over his head. Mm-hmm. It just like appears on your body, and that's like the stigmata phenomenon. And so the movie was around that for this girl who was like, because in the movie they talk about like, oh, the people who get stigmata are the ones closest to God because the devil doesn't want them to get close to God. Interesting. Yeah, isn't okay. weird. And, and then so the whole thing was like, oh no, like she's not close to God because she has this lifestyle that. Is frowned upon by the Bible or whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, she um, can be. She's a exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, but she ended up getting it. And then, it, I don't remember how it ended, but the walls bled. Let's make up an ending. That's the yeah. that's the walls bled. Yeah, and said stigmata, and then exactly. went red screen. Yeah, the end. The end. It's a good end. Yeah, like maybe. I'm gonna, no, I'm not gonna watch it. I just got this idea of like, no, maybe I'll watch it and then we'll talk about it. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like you're gonna go no. back and be like, it was a bad it movie, was a terrible. <laughs> yeah, and idea. if you can't remember the ending, I do feel like Saw. That was a movie that fucked me up when I was younger, and okay, I'll, nightmares. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. to our our episode today, we're talking about dreams, nightmares, and that's yeah. where all this is kind of relating yeah. to but saw was the first one that gave me like nightmares kept me up unable because it was like so saw one right? saw one okay. original it was so real to me that yeah for a long time i was able to be like monster not real i loved monsters growing up like anything with a frankenstein a werewolf a thing mm. predator um alien loved all those because it yep. was like that is cool but if it was real it fucked me up strangers saw scream was really scary for me when i was younger oh, okay yeah because like that but saw i remember it really did have that and that ending fucked me up too the being left alone like he the dude got out betrayed the guy so in saw if nobody's ever seen saw i'll give you the breakdown but saw it's jigsaw gathers everybody into a room and aren't they all connected somehow yeah yeah so the oh, okay. first one is just two guys and these two guys well sorry it follows a couple other people within the story but the two guys are in the room or the main um storyline and he gathers people who have done wrong and oh, have right. to learn from these mistakes and oftentimes it's pretty it's uh, like penance yeah it's penance and okay. jigsaw is dying from cancer so jigsaw doesn't care about his life so he's uh, like all right well we're gonna give these people punishment so that's kind of the idea and so when they get to saw this guy betrays uh, a friend uh and the friend is in the room and then they have like this whole thing and they have to go through these trials and they try and kill each other he thinks he kills his friend and then his friend uh wakes up and dude has to chop off his own hand to get out and he does and then goes to get out and then his friend gets up and then is like you know you didn't you didn't beat the uh didn't beat the game or whatever i actually forget how it ends but then yeah. as he's trying to crawl out gets up and closes the door and locks him uh, in there and the dude dies oh my god and it was just such a good like crazy horror scary villain and then it's very graphic too very graphic you watch the dude chop yeah. off his hand oh, and and there's deaths where like he puts uh blood on the end of a cigarette and gets him to smoke it just like some weird 
interesting Whoa, yeah, yeah stuff like that, saw yeah. saw such a crazy movie the first one's really good and the ending just gives you this feeling of just like aloneness like just mm. absolute like you're in a dark room and i was afraid of the dark as a kid pitch black oh. i could never do i feel like saw was one of those movies too where like the ending wasn't like there, there was no resolution no yeah, yeah, it was still it left you still feeling sad and weirded out and gross and it really did. Yeah, and oh my god, and yeah. I yeah, as a kid, like you're like, how do I cope with this? There's <laughs> 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 no brain oh, cope with this. No, I remember. I, I can't remember which saw it was, but it was. There was a scene where, I think, she saw did something to her, gave her something, so she was going to die. But the antidote was like in a glass like container yes. and so she had to stick her hand through it Saw but through. the way like the bottom of the container it was like sharp edges where it was like a one-way system do you remember that i know yeah yes i that 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 one that one hits me deep too i, I feel like i can feel it it's fun yeah and oh. the the other worst one it's in the first one it's while the detectives are going through and investigating the lady uh Sorry, that's my phone. Um, when the guy's investigating, he's investigating a lady who had to like run through barbed wire and like they like I forget what happened. They did something where like they made her go crazy and then she just like couldn't take it anymore and then ran through the barbed wire and that's how she died. Oh and that's God. just like oh, the God. most insane or <laughs> do you know what? Actually this is a segue to just another movie that really messed me up, but Final Destination. Okay. Also just like real people happening just like a little paranormal stuff but yeah. when the barbed wire swings and cuts <gasps> that dude oh my god that yeah. scene really Holy was fuck. just like yeah. crazy because you're like oh he's fine and then it's yeah. just like his body slides or whatever oh bro yeah, yeah good good moment yeah yeah fuck me up nightmares baby that's where it all began the nightmares with horror movies did, what was do you ever have like a really bad nightmare because of a horror movie yeah i okay. had a uh and, I, and it would have been because of Saw, like, after, but that this was the first time. Saw was the first time I ever felt, like, existential dread. And oh, that, my shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, and uh, in not recognizing what it was. It, it took a very long time in my life to realize that feeling. And I did have, like, and then I would have these dreams where, like, basically I'd be alone somewhere, like, walking to school. And I'd see, like basically the largest mass you've ever seen coming towards the earth to destroy it and i was alone with nobody and then oh. i just watched the earth destroy by myself like i could see it hit the ground and then the the wave of death coming Whoa. towards me and i die and i'd wake up that was a nightmare and i still remember that one and i will always remember it because like i woke up and i had the feeling in the dream and like Whoa. i was trying to like catch my breath and i was oh, just so fuck. scared but yeah it's because i remember like that lingering feeling of just like I wonder what do you th have you ever thought about like what it means or like have you looked into it I haven't really looked into it if I was to like I I sometimes like when that happens I try and like really because I know they do relate to real life so yeah that feeling of like just being alone I never liked being in like dark rooms or anything like that and from a young age like you know I I had kind of just a feeling where like i never wanted to be alone okay and i know like there's a, a part of it where like i know when i was younger i like i had a very great childhood but my dad passed away when i was young so our family's dynamic of like how comforting in things happened i now realize was a lot different 
and some of those things I can tell like carried on as I was a kid because that mm. nobody was going to identify them in me. I was a quiet kid. I was never really talking about these things I thought about or felt. But right. as I went on, I started to recognize that like maybe those came from these feelings of fear, grand fear and existential dread came right. from just really serious things when I was really, really young at a point well, where like, yeah. I don't even comprehend it in my conscious thoughts, but it, it's there in the subconscious. Yeah. It exists. Whatever happens to you when you're really, really young, it's, it's going like, to affect you as you grow. Yeah. It's like this big mass that you fear that's out of your control. Yeah, exactly. Hurling towards yeah. you. And, yeah. and I do, I know how my family felt. Like, I don't know how they felt, but like we've talked about it a bit and a little bit. So like my own understanding of it comes from just like the pain and all the things they felt. But really, that's not me. It was like for me, it's just a lot different. It's more just like curiosity and wonder about like that life when I was a kid and before me. But so those feelings I know came from just like kind of like serious stuff. But then as a kid, I know my imagination made it feel all these things feel so real all the time. Uh, I really like. Cause I would think about stuff in like, like that. And yeah. even just like really saw, not saw, but just like horror movies. I loved them and I loved being scared, but then I'd really fixate and think about like the scary Internalize thing. everything. Exactly. Yeah. See, I think that's, I mean, I'm no expert, but like just going through like CBT, like cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, I think it is like kind of, when you experience trauma i know for me it's like something happens and i fixate on a feeling but then because of it i don't know how to vocalize it so i just sit and like feel so heavily and that and that's and i just freak out for like a couple weeks and that's it yeah i don't know where to put it yeah or like where it's coming from but i feel not great (laughs) that's that's actually a great way to put it and like yeah what you're saying is definitely resonating with me i i mean through cbt obviously i've gotten better Mm -hmm. but still i remember just being a kid and just being like that i think that's why everyone i mean i'm known still like with people like being a robot like i don't show emotion yeah i'm an aquarius so it's like it makes sense but like yeah right but it's one of those things where it's like um, on the outside, like I'm not feeling anything. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like stone cold, but internally I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's a, like the carrying of that. I do understand. That's something I, I really, I think I do bear a lot under the surface and that mm-hmm. I never want to show cause it's like my stuff. And sometimes it might even, I do feel exacerbate sometimes yeah you know if if my if i put this out into my surroundings well my surroundings are going to get pretty hostile and you know, right i then it's just going to feed back to me because i feed off them yeah. so yeah, yeah that i'll fix it on it and try and figure it out i think that's why you and i connect on like the in times of crisis you and i like i beeline to logic yeah and i'm like hey like emotion i don't know what it means but like this makes sense yes so let me do this yes and yeah. i know and it's it becomes annoying for anybody who has to deal with uh, <laughs> everyone in my yeah, life. <laughs> yeah, everyone in my life. Because, like, there's a, you know, definitely, because, like, yeah, they can see there's emotions. There's obviously things that are being felt, but mm. there's 
almost like the defense mechanism of my brain. If I'm overwhelmed with emotion, yeah, it's like yeah. figure out your solution, bro. Yeah. Like you're getting you're getting overwhelmed, you're yeah. getting peaked. Yeah. And so logic then helps. And do you know what sucks too is like trying to logic sometimes what you feel. It's like sometimes you got to feel it at first. Completely. Yeah, right? Because there are, like, there's, it's called irrational for a reason. (laughs) So you have to feel it. So how are you going to attach logic to something irrational? You can't. But then you drive yourself crazy. That's true. Because I'm like, no, no, no. I can figure this out. There's a straight line. Point A to point B. And everyone's like, dude, shut the fuck up. How do you slow it down? How do you do it? Um, Do you do breath? Like, Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, So the deep breaths is one thing. Um, removing myself if it's a situation I'm very good now at placing physical boundaries being like I'm not going to do this here right Mm now Um, I've learned to (laughs) I've gotten very good at um, writing out what I feel like saying before I say it so you can look at it almost yeah cool yeah and and then also uh, I noticed myself like something I feel something and before I respond, if it's me and another person, it's, um, I audit my, my emotions or my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what portion of this is because I feel a certain way and what portion of it is fair. Mm -hmm. See, and that's the logical part coming in right there. Yeah. yeah, You're like, yeah. So Venn diagram. (laughs) 100%. If it's in the middle, it's like, if it's what I feel and it's, I deem that it's fair, then I have a lot of confidence in saying it. Yeah. That's totally, and that's where like you're, you're on literally the definition of meeting in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're using what's happening with whatever is the situation, but then your logical stud still yeah. is strong because you use it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think our brains would default to it if it wasn't something that like we can use to get out of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I do, it's funny, it's like fight, flight, or logic. 100 <laughs> It's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's yeah. like, which... I imagine, you know, do, do animals do that? I always think of like, you know, oh, I don't, when I get heated, you know, there's that like, cause we've been dealing with dog instance. behavior. So yeah. I like think about me as a man dog and like think of the <laughs> idea of like when our adrenaline peaks, that's like uh, something where like we can logic it and be like, no adrenaline go down. But my dog never has right. logic ever. He's like, ah, oh, crazy shit, dogs, squirrels. Right. And we logic it, which I guess it seems good, seems evolved, but also can be fucking like annoying because naturally you should just feel things at times, yeah. right? Like you should just like not have to because sometimes logic then is just cold, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's my comfort zone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's cool. No. cool. That's why, so this is I actually wanted to share this. So the whole like feeling. Um, so the last month, I mean, you know, um, I lost two of my aunts in one week Yes, to COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, grief is something that is like everyone goes through it differently. And knowing myself, like I, I've been pretty like fucked up from the pandemic. I'm sure everyone has. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's one of those things like it hit home and it was like two deaths. It was like my two aunts on my dad's side on a Monday and then on a Wednesday got another phone call and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. And then in the moment you like do fight or flight. And then just like me, I went into, um, fixing mode as I do Mm -hmm. logic and be like, okay, 
how can I, what do I do? Like, how can I help my dad? How can I help my mom? Like my family, what am I doing? And so whatever, like it happened and it's, I'm processing it. But last week I had this dream. Um, what was my dream again? I feel like I can't remember, but I know what happened. Um, oh my God. Okay. So this is like kind of morbid. Um, so in my dream, um, I was with, I was in someone's house and it was me and my parents, I believe. Yeah. And I remember m- my mom getting a phone call. And then I just knew what the phone call was. And I remember in my dream saying to my mom, I was like, I can't, I can't take this. Like, I can't take another person. Like, I don't want to hear this news again. Like, I can't take it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I understand. And so she went to her room to take the phone call. And as she was closing the door, there was a body bag on the bed. And she closed the door. And I started crying in my dream. And you know yeah. that dream when you're crying and then you wake up and you're still like crying? Yeah. So that's what happened. Oh, yeah. It was and it lingered. It, yeah. It it was fucked. And then when I woke up, I checked my phone. It was 444. Oh, wow. And then I didn't really know. I didn't yeah. know what that meant. I just knew from movies like, oh, 3 a.m. is like the devil's hour. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know. Like, so I woke up. Um, I was a mess crying. 444. I didn't know what it meant, so I didn't. I didn't want to look it up, so I was just up. I just stayed up because I was scared. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna look this up right now because if it tells me something fucked up, like I'm gonna, you're gonna not I feel live good. alone. I'm not gonna sleep for eight months, no. and so I just like left it. And then in the morning when it was like bright and I had like new girl playing on the TV, you had a coffee in your hand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I looked it up. So four four. Uh, this is okay. Hit me so with it. let's see. It. This is like where it gets freaky. Where like I feel a little even still. more weird yeah. yeah so the first thing so it's not it's not a bad thing so 444 it's it equates to angels are fully supporting your life journey they want you to know that you are valued and worthy and i was like oh that's nice wow thanks pals yeah um and then uh you are on the path of a spiritual awakening so these are all the meanings it's like five reasons oh, okay yeah so that's the second one and then third one, um, remember your true self. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, I will. <laughs> and then listen to your intuition and trust your path. And I was like, okay. And I kept reading. You are in harmony with the universe. Fourth one. And then the last one, this is, are you ready? Yeah. Your departed loved one is sending you a sign. Oh, wow. That's fucked. Isn't that? Is, I read that. And oh, like, it doesn't give yeah. you some, some, yeah, yeah. some things, right? I read that and I like thought like my jaw was wide open and I was like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know what I'm, I'm, I grew up Catholic. I'm spiritual now. Like I believe in spirit and like a higher power. I don't like, yeah. Call them God. I don't know. I don't know what I <laughs> believe sometimes. But like seeing that though, I was like, Kate, hey, like, I think it was just the culmination of like, what happened in my family last month and then the dream and then waking up and the first thing I see is 444 and then I see this website here's the thing even like whatever the website was made by a human somewhere else in the world Mm -hmm. it's subjective it's whatever it is yeah but the fact that I had the dream and the first site I saw was talked about yeah a loved one Mm -hmm. that passed away yeah and then things that have, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Right. Like, and, I don't and know. You get, no, I, I, you found, and it's like, it's hit you 
also in a way where you had to go find it right so like yeah, there was it, some yeah, like know. it not in a sense like you were searching for like that answer but like you needed something and the fact that like that was there to be like oh god damn like that is like a definite like you're on the timeline that's yeah. the proper place and all of those to be together for you to like come from that dream feel so down but then also realize that that could be a positive because that's yeah. a it's something that when people pass away, I know I get my, my idea of spirituality changes every time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I it would over COVID, we lost my little cousin. She had mm-hmm. cancer for a bunch of years and uh, she passed away. And, you know, I thought about her a lot because she was very creative and just seeing how all that was affecting her when she passed away my idea of spirituality kind of changed because i was being super agnostic not even agnostic like a douchebag atheist for a long time because i think anybody if you you go through the questioning of god and spirituality and i grew up lutheran and that's like a different side of the coin for Christianity and it's super intense. And so I was really turned off of it, but my idea of spirituality and like, like the, the energy and stuff like that really changed. Cause I realized, you know, there is a, uh, there's something left behind with energy that might not have been able to be verbalized and explained in a Bible. But yeah. now as we are, humans understanding a lot more i think energies and spirituality and god start to come into focus when like really serious things happen and people leave us mm-hmm. and then we have to like deal with like this fucked up like i don't know sci-fi yeah. dystopia that we live in and then now people are off in this like weird ethereal yeah ghost plane that we don't understand yeah. and getting used to that has been so strange for me and i don't know about you if you've like been able to like get that closure or something in a sense of knowing that they're somewhere yeah because like is there somewhere i accept there might be a somewhere or a something but yeah i i think i think there is i think there is a somewhere i just it's tough because I don't think it's like, oh, everyone's wearing a white gown in the clouds mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think there's a something. Um, but I think like my, yeah, like you said, every time a death happens, it shifts for me, like my spirituality. Yeah. Um, whether or not I believe in it less or more, I don't know. But I think it's tough um, living like our human experience on a physical world trying to make sense of something that's that literally no one can see or hear or like there's our five human senses can't understand yeah um so yeah. i don't know like closure i don't like i don't i don't know what that means to yeah, be honest neither do I. I don't think there really is and that's i know there's and i don't think you want closure with like grief right right you, you want to keep it I, I like not the grief, but there's a part of, I don't think when you lose people that it's ever going to go away. I think that becomes a part of you. Cause like, even me, I've, I'll never, ever not think about my dad, even though I didn't truly know him, know him. I'm still 
like part of him he's my family he's gone he did stuff that is the reason i'm here so therefore yeah. like that grief just transforms into maybe something else yeah and that's something that i've really tried to deal with and use and go forward with throughout anybody passing ways you know yeah it it, grief is powerful you know you feel it even if yeah. you're feeling nothing someone pass away and you're like fuck i feel a lot right now yeah. and that's like and it uh, comes out physically yeah and i think i think my how i understand closure is like there, there's never um like a back to normal state i think when something happens um in your life it like pushes you in a in a different direction and then the way I view it and the way I com- find comfort in it is like if there's a death or if something major happens or there's like a trauma, I don't try and go back to normal because yeah. that's abolished. Yeah. I just, I'm like, okay, so this happened and then I was pushed in this direction. Okay. Let's make do with this direction now. Yeah. That's all. That That's what gives me cl- like quote unquote closure or comfort is just going with it and trying my best <laughs> literally just that <laughs> yo that's like a i don't know that's a healthy healthy way to cope with it and i think it's anybody who's like dealing with going through covid grief right like yeah. even take away if you haven't lost anybody you've lost the life you knew everything you knew is different and yeah. it's going to be different and if you want to hold on and i think that's why a lot of people are mad and angry and pissed off because like they're trying to hold on to what was and what they're like, was you guys yeah. are changing it and it's yeah. like it's changed it's it's changing they and died. it's changed like it sucks go with it or yeah you know you get angry and you feel and like you know what if you yeah, feel it like obviously it's fucked up yeah but the fact is logic there's no like we can't not have it now it's yeah. just how it is like it sucks but try and find your any sense of like your new normalcy yeah and how how are you gonna now use this to your advantage like that's one thing i really had to think about was like when i was getting so depressed in kitchens to the point where like i couldn't get up and go to work every day and i was like this pandemic happened which made the service industry even worse just like just a a non-care for any service worker ever in all aspects and so this idea i was like i need to find a way to move with this or else i'm gonna collapse and be one of those people mad yeah <laughs> that it took everything away even the entertainment industry like just put that on top of it all and then losing a record contract was just like crazy too so like yeah being able to move with these things it sucks things die things suck and happen and you can't control them but you can like choose how you move through these things yes. which is you know if that's in your control fucking use it yeah because <laughs> most things aren't literally, Everything is literally. Like, yeah most things yeah and i feel like every day i'm just trying to figure out what is in my control and then just mm-hmm. focusing there totally because if it's not then it's like okay well sick <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel that. No, we have a. Uh, I I have a. An interesting. I think I've. Wanted to always do a lot of things and tried a lot of things and therefore I failed. You know, we're talking about dreams. The other type of dreams. You know, the other. Oh. You know, the other yeah. idea of. I've had. A, I've been in bands i've tried to 
I tried to do Unfine Arts once by myself and it failed. Right. I've done a. I went to school, failed. I'm going back. Yeah. You know, all these things I really have failed a lot, but I've always tried to learn and like not be mad that things now have to be different because right. like they just are. Yeah. And that's, you know, a hard, hard thing. I, when there's, when there's a lot of shit going on, you know, talked about it before, focusing on just like that immediate, like what you're saying, that immediate, mm. how do I, how do I get whatever my, my goal is forward? Like focus on that one thing. And I've slowly, slowly been working on it, but there's a part of me that, you know, depression's a real thing. And no matter what, depression's always going to be there. And it does yeah. affect other parts like, you know, sleeping. Like that's one thing I've my my sleep schedule i always talk about it and then i say it out loud like at the beginning of this conversation i think about it a bit more i'm like yeah some of this is like i know it's just some mental health stuff like my right i enjoy sleep but my mind is racing at ten thousand. that yeah once i get to a point where it's like you can be awake now it's like let's do it <laughs> okay do your thing you have so much on your plate right now like you gotta start mm. getting it off start chopping it off and that feeling right often uh, I don't remember my dreams because I when I wake up that the oh, day your body's like, okay, let's fucking... the day okay. goes in my brain and I start thinking about the page that I'm going to do and mm. in a joy I really think yeah. about like the comics or like you know walking the dog or you know, uh, you know looking at I don't know anything <laughs> those those things enter my head and so I can't remember dreams and I want to because it's uh, I do and I don't because I know I have nightmares yeah. And I don't like nightmares. I know with vivid imaginations and ADHD. It's one thing that some people with ADHD don't dream, remember their dreams. And that's right. something you just like, your brain needs that time to sleep. Yeah. And you're dealing with a lot. And, you know, sometimes I'm dealing with a lot. So I like dreaming could probably be a benefit. But at times for me, it does seem like, yeah, you can not dream and you're yeah. all right, right? I just let, just let me sleep. Yeah. <laughs> let me sleep. Like, I'm good. I want to rest. It's been a long fucking yeah. day. Let me just fucking. My not brain do will this. run on high octane gas all day. Let's, <laughs> let's turn the engine on. Let's chill the fuck out. <laughs> chill you the know, fuck out. I remember, like, as a kid, one dream that I just, like, stuck out was um, it was the first time, cracking a bubbly, um, first time I uh, placed a tooth under my pillow. Yeah, well, I had this fucking thing. It was like it was, we were new to Canada. Mm -hmm. I was like this like small brown kid who like my whole life has been watching like Western culture movies where it was like, oh, like put your pillow or tooth under your pillow and like the tooth fairy, blah, blah, blah whatever. <laughs> and then I was like this immigrant kid. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Let me try that. So I did it first night, first tooth, first time I did it. My dream was, um, it was the tooth fairy, but the tooth fairy was like this 20 foot monster. It, what's fucked up. It was like, it was a monster with a tutu on and like a wand. Oh my God, you're going to die. No, so, keep, yeah, keep, keep and, going. And, yeah. and I, it was chasing me wanting the, the, the tooth and oh. the tooth. I was like holding it, but I couldn't let it go. So I just kept running. Oh, yeah. it, it like reached out and like tried to eat me. And then that was my dream. So That's ever since one. then, and then I woke up and there was no money. Oh That's my what's gosh. fucked up. 
So that, yeah. And I just, it was the weirdest. And like, why? And I don't know what the correlation was. Like, like you're. Like uh, why did I, did I fear the tooth fairy? Like everything I've seen up until that point was like nice stories about the tooth fairy. Yeah, no, that is interesting, right? Like you had quite nice ideas of what a tooth fairy would yeah. be but you still had a nightmare of this the unknown possibly I, that yeah, I, that it could be one thing but it could be the other yeah and like i've never seen a movie with like a monster tooth fairy i was super young but the but my mind just like in that moment decided to make that that narrative yeah and i've never forgotten it. it's weird that's so interesting yeah. i I never, as a kid, like, yeah, the Tooth Fairy was, like, it, it's so interesting hearing about, like, because it was never, for me, like, a, a scary thing, and, like, I never, yeah. like... It wasn't but, until that one movie. Think about the idea of a Tooth Fairy. It should technically be scary. I'm afraid of most things that are going to come into my house. Unsolicited. Unsolicited, late at night, in the dark, and, and go near my fucking mind. head. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. It is fucked up though. And like, it, what's that movie? Is it the Tooth Fairy? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's this story about this small town, maybe in Salem. I don't know. Uh-huh. Where this, oh, this old woman lived in this house, and um, was like real. Was friends with all the kids, but the entire townspeople thought that she was a witch. So they burned her in the house alive. Oh. And so she wanted to get back at everyone in the town. And so became... Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't about? know. I think it's called... This sounds familiar. The, wait, I'm going to look it up. Uh, Is Tooth this the fairy, witch? Maybe. Uh, Tooth Fairy Scary Movie. Darkness Falls. Oh. Darkness yeah. Falls. Yeah. Um, here. I remember seeing that. I just remember um, there's a scene from Darkness Falls where like this woman oh it's in the dark if it's in the dark she gets you so you have to stay in the light so she was in her uh, bathtub oh my god and, yes i do know yeah. this movie and like the the tooth fairy demon person was like above the door waiting for her to come out um yeah plot in the middle of the 19th century in the town of darkness falls oh so that's a town elderly widow matilda dixon was adored by the town's children yeah she would give them a gold coin whenever they lost a tooth Earring, um, earning her the nickname Tooth Fairy. One night, a fire broke out in her house and left her face disfigured and severely sensitive to light. Ah, she wore a white porcelain mask and would never leave her house at night. However, the town's adults were suspicious of Matilda, believing her to be a witch. When two children went missing, the town quickly turned on Matilda. They ex- uh, exposed her face to light and hanged her. Before her death, Matilda placed a curse on the town and swore revenge. When the two missing children returned home unharmed, the town realized their mistake and quickly buried Matilda's body, keeping uh, their deed a secret. Over the next 150 years, the story of Matilda became the legend of the Tooth Fairy. Her spirit visits children on the night they lose their tooth. If anyone lays, upon, lays eyes upon her, they will forever be marked for her vengeance. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Right? Pretty Maybe we should good. watch that again. I love that synopsis. Darkness Falls. That's a 2003, it came out. Huh. How yeah, was it's that? It's been a minute. I actually, I do know I've seen it, 
but it has been a while and i think that's gonna be a revisit yeah 100 percent. i just remember that one scene so vividly above the bathtub yeah yeah now like now you're saying i do like i think i remember hallway scene of her running and like appears Um, in the lights every time she goes yeah it might be that scary movies i do i do enjoy scary movies i need somebody around i'm not alone scary movie type person i uh yeah not about that is there one scary movie that was like your favorite Uh, Ooh, that's a great question uh cabin in the woods is one of the my favorite it's uh it's like kind of like comedy horror actually but is that the one oh is that like slapstick horror actually um is that the one where there's a scene where like he's on a motorcycle on a road and then jumps and then but he hits like this electric like chris hemsworth field yeah 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 yeah, that is it yeah so they they all go to a cabin it has each like um trope so like the blonde girl uh the (laughs) nerdy one the black jock the white douchebag and uh the stoner and then uh, they get there and realize that everybody has, uh, they've been brought there by a, a cult that praises uh, oh. or uh, worships the devil, and they do this yearly around the world in each country to sacrifice. Do they all to, know each other? To Satan, all, all around the world. Yeah, it's like a global organization that basically collects, uh, sends demons and monsters upon these people to collect the souls and their blood for the devil. Okay. So they have to do it, and they have to hit a certain quota each year. And when they do it, they <laughs> quota. Uh, yeah, no, literally they <laughs> do it about a quota. Yeah, yeah. And this one's about like one year, and they do a big bet, and they bet on uh, the one house in the cabin in the woods. But uh, uh, this group of people uh, beats the system, and then gets into the facility and destroys it all. Oh shit! Yeah. Cabin what was the, the force field then? The force field was them keeping them in. So like they went to oh, because it was the, oh right. Yeah. Okay. So they went out to the cabin, and it was like the girls' cabin. Uh, her grandpa's cabin but they knew that like they were all going to go out so like they set it up and they were going to be the ones I actually now that I think about it I guess yeah it'd be chalked up just because like they went out to the cabin for like the reason they were packing it up for their uncle but maybe they killed their uncle now that I think about it it's just the idea that like this organization would have had to get them out to that cabin but I never think about that because it's just like <laughs> it's the cabin in the woods that's yeah, where they're yeah. going like yeah. you don't even consider it but like what if somebody just cancelled <laughs> like, you know hey, like, got a flat tire can't yeah, come yeah, like, <laughs> yeah what the fuck they took an RV RVs break down all my the quota. time yeah, yeah. Oh my, my quota yeah. Satan yeah so cabin in the woods really good and uh I'm trying to think of another that I oh uh thirteen ghosts, a mm, uh, yeah. house haunted by thirteen ghosts and they're all just like really fucked up crazy designs. If you yeah. search up the uh, the Third. cover of it, uh, is it gonna scare me? Yeah, super scary. It's actually like it's really fucked up. Taylor showed it to me and it ruined my life. Thirteen ghosts. Oh yeah, buddy. And it has a, what's his <gasps> Yeah. Oh, it's that guy from Scooby-Doo. Yes, it is. And he gets murked. Look at all Just of murked. the ghosts, man. They're all so scary. Oh, my God. Yeah. I should actually do a couple drawings of <gasps> them. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, Aaron good. Paul's in it, too. Is he? Yeah. That's crazy. And, uh... Aisha Tyler. Yeah. Man, it's all these, like celebs from back in the day yeah i know i don't think i've ever seen this but i'll maybe this halloween evil has multiplied dun dun 
Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a pretty fucked up movie. Pretty good uh, deaths and murders in it. Okay. Yeah. Always. <laughs> See, I feel like this I can watch. If I can, if it somehow tethers to my understanding of reality, it scares me more. Yeah. Like um, Paranormal Activity. That mm-hmm. fucked me up for months. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see it? Yes, I did. The first one was the most fucked up one because I remember the trailer for it wasn't even the movie. It was like clips from like a video camera and then the reactions of the crowd. Yes. But did you ever, do you remember like the marketing behind it? So like, so Paranormal Activity, I, I don't know if you listeners if you've never seen it but it's essentially this story about this couple that records it's first person it's very similar to um what's the one in the woods Blair Witch Blair Witch Project yes. it was like the resurgence of that type yes. of like first person camera movie and it had one of the low uh paranormal activity had one of the lowest budgets and made the most movie of any horror movie ever yeah cuz they uh it was um the first one was released independently and then was picked up by Steven Spielberg because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he saw it at some like festival and then he was like, oh, this needs to be like everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I remember their budget, I think, was like under two grand and they made like a hundred million dollars. So, I mean, don't fact check me, but like it's, it was something crazy. Yeah, yeah no, um, it, it was something like that, though. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was like this this uh, movie about this couple that moves into a new house right mm-hmm. and then and then like just and i think what scared me the most was like you never see a ghost you just see what the ghost does and that was the most because fr- in that moment i think it was like the time where every horror movie was so graphic and gory mm-hmm. that this was such a different thing yeah. and everyone was so freaked out but then the marketing thing behind it was um people made like the couple in the movie they had facebook profiles mm-hmm and people were writing on the wall being like, I can't believe they released all this footage. Like, I miss you so much. Like, he was my brother. Like, it was so fucked up. Because when I did my research, all I saw were, like, real stories and real profiles. Oh. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. And then months later, the actors went on Jimmy Kimmel. I was like, no, that was all part of it. And I was like, oh, thank God. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's good marketing, yeah. man. It was insane. And this, they, so the production cost $15,000. And they made fifteen uh, or a uh, hundred ninety-three million dollars. That's insane. Almost two hundred million dollars off a fifteen thousand dollars budget. Holy fuck! The uh, the post-production cost a decent amount of money, but I do think that it. Um, I do believe that that would have been after because it did re- it released at Screamfest in 2007 oh and then okay. 2009 it came out in oh yeah so that's it, was it Spielberg though was I right about that I think so uh, Blumhouse Blumhouse oh so actually maybe actually now that I think about it he might have ended up gathering distributed by I am global So I, I think it's Blumhouse. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. So Spielberg cut a deal with Blumhouse. Oh, did he? Yeah. Got you. Oh, do you know that that probably makes sense? Eh? Like if he saw it, he would have found a person to uh, buy it. I guess yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. Um, well, movies do in a way work the same as comic books in that sense. If you release a comic book and it starts to do really well, right. well a publisher will pick it up and right, then right. re-release it because yeah. it's just going to hit a greater audience that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's crazy. What it just, it, it's an original idea, which is really cool. And paranormal activity using internet being gigantic at that oh, time. Yeah. Cameras getting really good and becoming yeah. a bit better to the point where, yeah, you could maybe think of them being used in a movie yeah. theater. And they kind of leveraged the wildfire of social media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Facebook was still hot, and like everyone was literally on Facebook all day, every day. Mm-hmm. They were. That was the fucking time of Facebook. Yeah. And now, fuck Facebook. Now they're delete being Facebook. exposed. Literally, seriously. I mean, delete. I still have Instagram. Follow me. But. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram, please. Follow us on Instagram, please. But fuck Facebook. Higher ground podcast. I know. It is a uh... Facebook. God, the worst. That's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. It is just a. I. <sighs> what do you think? I mean, this is gonna be a tangent for yeah. another episode, but just what it's gonna be in twenty years when it comes to what is social? Because I feel like social media used to be such a, um, such a, like a subset of a form of media. It was like the unwanted stepchild. Like no one really took it seriously. And now it's the focal point of anything. Like apart from currency, the biggest form right now is attention. Yeah. Seriously. So, and that's social media. Yeah, it is. So I don't know. No, that's, that's a, what does it mean? A great like thing to just ponder of, you know, social media was the answer to this thing we have. And it, it birthed industries. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It, it created careers. Just this. Yeah. yeah. Literally an entire industry like social media mm-hmm. influencers, social media marketers, social media fucking just managers. Like, and like all without those it, like all these like massive corporations. Yeah. I think they were trying to ignore it for a while. And then now they couldn't do without it. Yeah. It's it's actually insane. Well, like. You think about it like a horror movie, like Paranormal Activity, does yeah. like uh. it, not even in this time in the beginning was able to just spread, which horror yeah. should not. And that's it's one thing where I, I, you know, it does seem like a void when you're not really up on it and knowing where to be. Mm-hmm. But if you know how to really get your piece of whatever it is out there, I think it yeah. does like it holds a tremendous value, like so Completely. much value of being able to reach those yeah. people. But I think it's almost the same as like putting yourself out there in real life. Like when you do that so much and you don't, you walk into a room, say hi to everybody and they don't reply to you or say yeah. hey back, then why do you want to walk into those rooms? You wouldn't as a normal person, you wouldn't. But as us, we think like go back on social media and keep right. walking into those, yeah. like, you know, people are going to be there where it's, you know, yeah. I, I really have tried to, if I have something to actually share with the people who want to see it, yeah. that's when I'll go on social media. Otherwise, just, it's really is become just like the main thing, but it does not satisfy what is actually yeah there, right? Yeah. Like the social part of it, we're, not, yeah, no. we're social, right? Yeah, now, exactly. Being in front of each other and having emotional reactions and things yeah. like that, like there's a reason people can say the most awful shit online because yeah. it's not because they will not say that to people's faces the majority yeah. every person who says a shitty thing online is a coward because they couldn't say that in real life yeah, so exactly. they have to say it online it's, it, 
every single person i stand by it for the yeah, rest of my life 100 percent. and i feel like people now use they scapegoat social media and kind of personify evil mm-hmm. through social media when it's it's no it's shitty people yes like don't blame it on social because social media in its essence is neutral yep it, it is. just is it's showing a, a, the version of you that yeah. that can be seen not in public yeah right exactly you're trying to show like a public private version of you a yeah. curated version but yeah. still your fucking words right? Exa- exactly exactly yeah. you, you curate hate like that's you and not well, and social media is created. But it does have responsibility. Social media does have responsibility. Yes, it does. And, and it, it does in the sense of like it has to know what it's doing. And yeah. it, like any business, if people are doing yeah. things in your facility that are wrong, then yeah. you are accountable, right? Yeah. But that, yeah. And then again, too, I think that the accountability also comes in the form of the people that control the platforms when it comes to um, censorship and... Um, context and valid information like that, that's their responsibility see in doing what i do find like definitely I, I was listening to the lady talk about um she came out and exposed the papers about facebook oh yeah yeah i was just listening to her because a lot of people have been harping on mark zuckerberg which like mark zuckerberg definitely has his flaws but i've always had this feeling about most people like you think of a bill gates you think of a mark zuckerberg definitely they're disconnected in in a different i don't know and they're they're in a different field of human i guess of how they operate because they affect so many people yeah but clearly the amount of power they have if they were awful people, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be doing bad yeah. things. It's the fact that it's so big that it's beyond them yeah. and they are the face. Therefore, because yes. like, you know, look at them. And yes, like evil white men who are like controlling the world. Definitely. But like, don't forget about the people you don't see. Yeah. They're in front of you, right? Yeah. They, you see their faces. So like you can get mad at them. If you can see their face and get mad at them, most likely they probably aren't the one. It's like a Trump, right? Like yeah. most people in power, like still like Trump was a fucking idiot like he didn't really do much he was awesome at getting attention and creating stirs but like the government continues on as you can see the exact same way it has a political party it's a party he is the the mouth the brilliant mouthpiece facebook bill gates all these things are just like the and the greater workings behind that is just like a lot of people with a different personalities and then certain people get in power and they suck and then they fuck things up yeah and like but people will disconnect from that because they'll see social media uh this is reality right here but it's like if you were to step back and think like you know there's a person who made that algorithm that like you're doing mark zuckerberg did not write that fucking algorithm right the billionaire he's not sitting down writing code yeah yeah somebody messed that up yeah and it's it's one of those things it was like you're seeing that because you it's curated for you exactly so it's your your it's it's yeah it's already feeding into what you already believe in yeah it, and i think people forget that they do if they I, i've that, forgotten it at many times yeah. when i start to get really mad at social media i start to remember like this is what you've been focusing on yeah. like you are part of it it doesn't yeah. it it's not just creating a personality for you it's reacting off of you exactly so whatever you are doing and history everything. that's one thing when i've stayed off social media when i go back on my phone it's not often the same thing when instagram refreshes often yeah. a brand new thing because they're trying to like 
keep me on that app, I understand. Yeah. But they're also trying to show me something new because they're like, oh, you didn't like what we showed you. Okay, we'll show you something new. Oh, you yeah. didn't like that? Okay, we'll show yeah. you something new. And But if I like the first thing, I bet you that next thing is going to come up. 100%. And, and that's like, if you understand that, like I do really understand social media in the sense I'm working on comics. I'm, I follow a lot of comics things. Yeah. But my friends get popped up in my feed before often comics stuff because mm. like I have friends who have get a lot of likes. I have friends who like, have a lot of comments and so i know that if i want to see comics things i go to my explorer i type in comics yeah, and i go like go. 20 comics things there you go yeah. later in the day all those are going to pop up on your feed exactly yeah you know, it is like a and then you feel in control even though you're not no control i know i'm being controlled but i'm like ah some feeling of yeah. control right like ah so fuck fuck you is that yeah. mark yeah fuck uh, you, i showed mark. you fuck you mark but the uh yeah and then you know Social media before bed. That is something that like I don't think I'm anybody so ever should fucking do ever. No, like, I do it every night. I know Keely does it too, so and bad. I try and say like don't do it. But there yeah. is like a you're putting all those other thoughts into your brain rather oh, than completely. just like getting used to yours before you get into like sleep, right? Yeah. Like, well, I'm afraid of mine. I, <laughs> no, me. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so this is a trick I've always done so definitely i'm afraid of my thoughts in the sense of i don't like trailing off because then i go negative and then i don't sleep what i do every time i go to sleep now i'm saying every fucking time unless i pass out on a couch is yeah. like i go over a story i like uh, a cartoon i used to always do cartoons i liked like uh like x-men cartoons i'd like uh -huh. i know them in my brain i can see them going on the imagination box yeah. so like those things where I'm creating, like, it's because, like, when my mom or anybody used to read stories to me, I'd pass out oh. so quick. But so if I go through it, eventually you start to get so tired because, like, you're using your brain that, like, you know, that slipping in and out of, like, thinking, yeah. not thinking. Then you just start to do that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm there. And then you just try and go oh. out. And often it works for me pretty well. Okay. But I just start to think of, like, something that's going to just one thing to focus on. And, oh, like, okay. yeah. and because it's a narrative don't get lost you know where you're going you're keeping like this like constant just like you know fun thought right it's a like positive a controlled environment controlled yeah. environment exactly okay. create a controlled environment in your head and that's what i try and do when especially even when i used to be on tour oh, okay when i was going to because i sleep next to kaylee every night so right. when i'd sleep alone i'd really like just feel like alone but i'd even just like think about like good times we had or like uh, okay. a, you know trip we go on or the yeah. our casa de waterfall or special place like yeah all those things i feel like they really help before bed because yeah those those bad thoughts thing can leak into the uh yeah. and the feeling of like social media is like yeah i'll get a funny video or like because often yeah no i'll do reddit like sometimes and it's almost the same thing but i really do i try and make that conscious effort of or comic books before bed are really there good go. too that's one thing when i'm just like holding the comic book and i feel like <laughs> yeah. <hit> my face yeah. <laughs> as i'm falling back yeah. and sleeping i'm like okay put it down fall asleep yeah i should yeah I, I was journaling a lot before sleeping yeah before yeah i've done i mean in the last year i've no that's I've, good eh do you like oh, that? it was amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it really helped with falling asleep quick yeah that's almost like out. yeah that same thing of yeah. a story right it's almost you're doing your own right yeah but i haven't done it in a while but yeah, yeah. no I, it, I remember it being beneficial but i know that's the one thing i always felt about my like the the story in your head is like you need nothing but your imagination and a pillow so yeah. like that's the one thing where it helps uh get used to yeah i remember i always used to you know 
even the X-Men theme song, I'd like sing it in my head. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I fucking loved it. It's <laughs> a way to go to sleep. There you go. Tricks. Tricks. Tricks are for no what's that commercial? Tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I know. There I was like, what go. animal is it? Silly elephant. So, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Oh, beautiful. Dreams. Okay. Dreams. One dream that you. Well, okay. Here. What do you think is the most? I have the list. What do you think the, the most um, common dream is? Oh. Quick pop quiz. Is it uh, teeth falling out? No, that's on the list, though. Is it? That's actually on the list. Yeah, that's uh, it. Teeth falling is number four. Yeah, I've mentioned that to people, yeah. and they've yeah, yeah, people have been like that one. Um, uh, one I would I would say is uh, um, not being able to punch. Do you get that? No, I get the one where I can't scream. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Just like nothing happens. Yes. And like, like you're force you're trying to force yourself to scream, but nothing happens. The punching. It's yeah. that's that's one of the thing I get, and then sometimes um, I actually. <laughs> Oh, wake yeah. up and like dude like the fake punch yeah, he's like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck yeah literally um teeth falling out in your dreams your teeth often represent power and confidence therefore teeth falling out in a dream can symbolize a loss of confidence or a knock to your self-esteem <laughs> which fair no yep. the most common one is being chased oh yeah this dream could suggest you're in pursuit of a goal but are perhaps encountering a frustration or a challenge in obtaining it what do you mean i feel like that's most people they're like i want this but i don't know how to get it yeah so that's why it's the most common I think, yeah I no i i i'm trying to think like definitely i've been chasing a dream i'm trying to think of yeah, a reason if have, but i can <laughs> yeah my teeth falling out i'm being chased oh, while i'm oh. can't punch them yeah. oh no the the one i have is like a the one dream where something's happening to somebody i love and i can't like it's like a monster or something and I'm trying to like swing oh. my arms but it's like I'm in water or sand and oh, it's just shit. like won't even do it and then yeah. they're running away and I'm just like ah yeah oh, oh I hate it yeah. yeah I can feel it and like sometimes you wake up your shoulder feel a little yeah. tense because you'd be like flexing I wonder what I it's probably just your like your eyelids fluttering hey for the yeah. most part but I have woken up I remember my brother and I um we used to have bunk beds mm -hmm. and then every now and then we would like sleep in the same bed mm -hmm. and he's a very physical sleeper mm -hmm. and he punched me in his sleep once. I woke up to like post hit and I was yeah. like, what? My face. the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's a dream. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My face, it hurts yeah. Yeah. so much. Taylor fell off the bed once. Uh, we had bunk beds as well. He had top bunk and he uh, fell off his face first and just woke <gasps> up like bloody nose. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's super funny. Damn. Yeah, awesome. Just <laughs> like straight. Literally, like I'm pretty sure that's probably how he felt. Like I remember waking up to the light on Taylor on the ground, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, just smacked his face. So great. Fucking dreams. Dream Maybe one day. Have you seen it? It's like the Black Mirror where they can electrodes to your brain while you sleep. Love it. Yeah, and then it like a... records your dream, like a visual of it. Mm -hmm. I would love that. And isn't it thing? It's like your dreaming is only like literally seven minutes of your night. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like the most active your brain is yeah. ever gonna be during the day. Yeah, but it is only a certain amount of time. Yeah. And yeah, we enter the REM cycle like three times, but oh, yeah. we really only do that heavy dream yeah. seven minutes, which is super interesting. And the idea of like 
rapid eye movement. Your eyes yeah. are like... Yeah. Oh, my God. Or what's that? I, I don't know the validity of it, but it's the thing where it's like your unconscious mind can't create... Or when it sees faces, it can't create a face. It means you've seen that face at some point in your life somewhere. Yes. That That's is... That's fucked up. That, I know. Because I don't recognize anyone really hardly ever. It's no. Like, who are you? I know. It's amalgamation, right? Of yeah, like faces. Okay. Well, there's one thing where I... Uh, I, I recognize that from drawing faces all the time, mm. uh, where often you get what's called same face. If you are oh. an artist and you constantly drawing portraits and not using reference, you keep drawing the same face over and over because you're taking all these bits and parts. So you notice the people right. just putting them all together. And oftentimes people would be like, Oh, it like my mom always, like if I was drawing oh, something, crazy. she'd be like, Oh, it looks like you. Be like, cause like that, but I, it would, did not look like me, but right. <laughs> to her it did. Cause right. those are my features. Right which is super interesting. So I think our brains do that like uh, subconsciously. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. just like the bank. It's like, I'm going to pull from mm-hmm. what I have already. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, that's almost like where it feels like with imagination yeah. and stuff like all these, when I'm creating something, it's like, Oh, I saw this, this one thing. Oh, like I do remember something yeah. did this and like, let's use this. And I remember a monster. And then oftentimes I'm watching something. I'm like, Oh, I fucking stole this from this. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Oh, what is it? Um, final space. Have you watched final space no. on Netflix? Really no. good cartoon. It's like kind of, it's sci-fi and this guy's like okay. out in space and, uh, gets a, uh, little, a little friend. Oh, what is his friend's name? what's well, adorable it's like just this little green slime thing and it destroys planets oh yeah super cool but where was i going with this final space what did we, what did we first start talking about uh like features facial features final space oh stealing stealing yeah i know i literally was watching it the other day and i stole um <laughs> the character design of uh the nice. the pilot on the ship and it's the pilot in the first issue of oh Sky. not exactly yeah. but yeah. like i just saw exactly like i was like oh my god i yeah. didn't even realize but that subconscious part of my brain yeah. stole that little face and put it on this guy oh nice yeah super fun so our subconscious just does these things it's powerful man. it is and it's working with us even if we don't know it yeah and it's like it, it is it is what you feed it mm-hmm exactly that's so true it's you you can't really like affect it in real time but you can like build it up with some shit that might help uh exactly might help it that's why like i think words of affirmation are yeah they're very powerful might actually work in that sense yeah because your subconscious is like taking it in 100 percent. yeah it's like if you tell yourself you're dope you're like yeah yeah i am eventually one day (laughs) someone told me i was dope yeah maybe it was me yeah yeah probably was Probably. Probably. You're dope, Jose. You're dope. Dead at me. Dead at me. Sweet. Sweet. Well, listen, so this month, I mean, this first episode of Spooky Stuff, mm-hmm. next week will be even spooky. More of that. Yeah. Just as, or more spooky. Or more spooky. Yeah. We should be, mm, we'll think. Anyway, you guys don't need to be part of this. You'll we'll figure it. it out offline. Yes. <laughs> see um, you next time. We'll see you next time. Follow us on all the social medias. Yes. Um, share with a person who might enjoy yeah. listening to stuff. If they do things that aren't um, having other people talk, we can talk. And there you go. In their area. And then it gives us plays. And maybe one day we can send this to Apple and they can monetize it. For yeah. Us, right? We can do that soon. We can. I was going to say, we were talking about like the V the, the tracking stuff online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this would have been perfect. It's like, Oh, actually our sponsor VPN <laughs> offered law. Anyway. 
share this if you don't share it you're a piece of shit yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> goodbye goodbye <laughs>